Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Yankee Chatter, episode number five. I'm uh, Brad McCormick, and this is my uh, my partner down south. Greg Andriano. There we go. It's Greg Andriano. <laughs> uh, so we got a couple of housekeeping things here first. So, uh, you know, he's usually a tech guy, but I'm going to take a whack at this. We're on, I know we're on iTunes, search Yankee Chatter. Uh, Twitter, my my personal Twitter handle is at BradderChatter1. And uh, Greg, I know you got, you're doing your own now, so what's yours? It's Greg Andriano zero five. All right, so he's gonna do his own personal one in there, and then uh, we have uh, we got the new website now that he did. Greg, you can take over that. I don't know what the website is. You go ahead. Well, I'll post the <laughs> I'll post the link in the in the description below because it's kind of we don't have our own domain okay. name yet, so uh, it'll be there. But check it out. It's brand new. Um, got some bells and whistles on there, but all of our content is in one place, so every, everything's easy to find. We're making it easy for all of you. Uh, because I think most people are more like me than more like Greg, and we're very simple-minded. We like to just see things and have it be there for us. Uh, so we're doing this for you, and uh, <laughs> we hope it, I hope it gives a good response. Yeah, there's uh, a lot going on all, up here. So <laughs> we're also on all the social media sites. So we got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, so we can get you can get a lot of information on what's going on in, in the baseball world, plus our thoughts about things. So uh, if you can't listen to us one day, at least uh, check it out. We'll probably be talking about something on there. And uh, connect with us. Spread the word to friends, family, strangers, whatever you want to do. Uh, post, print some stickers up for us and stop <laughs> posting them on public property. What the hell? <laughs> Why not, right? Right. All right. So this is episode number five. Uh, installment here where it's basically going to do some uh, – some gossip talk here because it's you know the spring training isn't quite here yet so uh not too much happening and uh we're gonna go right to aaron judge who was at the super bowl and uh tmz everyone's favorite uh news uh outlet out there who uh, always seems to get those controversial uh quotes from people uh they interviewed aaron judge and judge has some interesting comments about uh bryce harper basically saying uh he's a great he's uh, adding a player like Harper, an MVP caliber player like that, is going to make any team uh, better, and that he'd be more than happy to uh, switch positions. Uh, the Yankees are pretty deadlocked in the outfield right now, so where would they go? I don't know. That's what we've been talking about for most of the free agent period. Um, I feel like we've been beating it like a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everyone knows that, but if you really dive into it, they're not, it's not the most reliable six guys out there, but it's still six guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Greg, what do you think about George's uh, comments about possibly moving out of right field to allow for Bryce Harper to join the team? Well, that those excuse me those comments alone should show all Yankee fans the kind of player that Aaron Judge is, the kind of person he is. He is a team-first player. He will do whatever it takes to win. He knows that if the Yankees were to add someone like Bryce Harper, it would make them a better team. Uh, Bryce Harper has been in the league a lot longer than Aaron Judge, so there's a good chance that he might want to play the position he's been playing. Uh, And being the team player that Aaron Judge is, he openly will change positions. Uh, what probably not going to happen because um, the numbers show that Aaron Judge is the better defensive player than mm-hmm. than Bryce Harper. But you know, it's a smart move on his part. Makes him look good. Uh, makes it interesting for Bryce Harper if the Yankees were to ever offer him a contract. They probably won't. But that's you know, a different conversation. But um, you know, I mean, he's a smart guy. He he learned from Derek Jeter. He knows the right thing to say and the right time to say it. 
Right, and I think Aaron Judge actually he's like he's like Jeter, but he's also willing to add that little bit of charisma to his answers. If Jeter was asked this question at the Super Bowl, he would have said, you know, I I think ownership's doing a good job putting the team together. I think we've got a solid team, blah blah blah. He would have mm-hmm. spun off like that. Judge wasn't afraid to say, you know what, we got a good team, but adding him would make us even better, and I'll do whatever I have to take, uh, whatever whatever I have to do to make it work. Um, I think. Yeah, it just show what it just goes to show what kind of player and judge is, and I think he's already well respected around the league because he's so player friendly. He's never said a bad word about any player. Uh, he's he's willing to do stuff like this. He's got his own judges' chambers in right field for God's sakes, and he still has moved. Uh, like you said, Bryce Harper is not a better field than Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is the, the superior right fielder, arm strength, uh, skill wise. I he's got to have more speed. I I, I have to assume. Uh, well, Judge said, I think I think Judge said Harper has more speed, right? He did. He did, but I don't know. Uh, Judge has ten foot long legs, so uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I find it hard to. Yeah, make. he's at he's the second base in two strides. All right, that's that's like right. sixty for for the normal person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what will realistically happen if if Bryce Harper did become a Yankee, which I don't think will, but if it did, I think Bryce Harper would go to left field. And the reason why I think he'd be okay with that is because he, uh, his agent has already said that he was open to play first base. So why, if he's okay with playing first base, I don't see why he wouldn't be opposed to playing left. Left field would actually help the Yankees because Brett Gardner's there, but he's not an everyday player anymore. Uh, I think they're looking right now at platooning him with four other guys. I guess you want to include Ellsbury, Hicks, and Frazier if Frazier makes the team, which I, I think he will this year. Um, but Gardner's not an everyday guy. Ellsbury... We'll get into that at another time. He's just not reliable. And uh, Frazier, you don't know what's going to happen. So while you have six guys, you actually do have a question mark in the field. And I think that's where Bryce Harper would go, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Now, that brings up an interesting dilemma, though. If they were to sign him and put him in left field, what do you do with Stan? I mean, there's a whole domino effect with, with signing a player like Bryce Harper. You, mm-hmm. you now have an extra outfielder that you have to find playing time for. Um, and then... You know, what do you do with those guys that are lower down on the on the totem pole? You know, Clint Frazier probably won't be on the team if Bryce Harper is signed or he's traded or one of these other guys are traded. You know, I mean, we ran into a problem last season where there are a lot of injuries in the outfield. So we ended up starting guys like Shane yeah. Robinson in, in right field, which, you know, if if these guys are willing to take a cut back in play time to make this work and be depth. Then, then that's great. But you got Ellsbury off the bench at twenty-two million dollars. That's that's a lot of money to spend on a bench spot. So you know, I don't see it happening. And no, I don't. Or, see it or I don't see these guys sticking around. It's it's got to be one or the other. And and you know, like I said, Judge is just going to say the thing to make everybody happy because that's the kind of guy he is. He's not going to say, oh yeah, we well, let's get him and then let's make some trades and. And he's not he's not that kind of guy. No, no. And he's enjoying himself. It's TMZ. It's not it's not an uh it's not a press conference that you can see him. It's TMZ. So judges just saying, Yeah, I'll take him. He's a great player. Who wouldn't take him? I'd move. He's just doing the the, uh, the answer that you'd expect him to say. And mm-hmm. just it just it's, it's the easy answer. It's what all Yankee fans wanna hear. It's what mm-hmm. everyone wants to hear, but it's just realistically probably not happening. No. So let's Let's open this can of worms, though. Okay, say they sign Bryce Harper and say uh, they tell him he's going to play right field. So you move Judge to where? If 
if Bryce was to play right field, I think Judge would go to left. He Judge did play left. Uh, did he play left last year a little bit, or was he just strictly right field when he was in the game? I think he was only the right fielder. He was left field in the All Star game. He played left field in All Star. Yeah, he did play one yeah. game last year in left field. Say <laughs> <laughs> like he's an All Star left fielder. <laughs> what the? Hey, that's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also said he he would play center field, he, and I remember last year. In spring training, him kind of, you know, saying, I'll play center field. You know, uh, he played. Could he I think play he center played, field, though, you think? I think he played center field in college. I wouldn't be surprised if he could. Um, he's He still moves pretty well. I wouldn't say six years from now he'd be playing center field. But for the time being, he could play. He could be a holdover for, for Florial if Florial ever amounts to anything and then shift them around. Um, but I just think the Yankees infield has always been a little shaky defensively. I just don't know. Just. Putting guys in different positions in the outfield would be make me any better because I think that would just kill the defense as a whole. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I personally don't see Judge out there running around making great plays in center field, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Well, one way to find out is put him out there in spring training and see what he can do. I yeah. would be interested to see see what he's capable of. I mean, that would make some decisions a lot easier. But then again, you know, you got Aaron Hicks who plays center field. What are you going to do with him? This is his last year of his contract. He's a free agent next year. I say put him on the trade block. Put him up. I, I would. Yeah, we've, we've talked about this. There. I, I mean, even since Aaron Hicks came over, I was never 100% sold on the guy. I still am not. Uh, he had a great year last year. Don't get me wrong. He had a lot of home runs. And, um, you know, he became pretty reliable. But that's one season. I, I want to see him do it year. And, and he's gotten better each year. But at the same time, you know, I'm still not. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It just—I don't feel like he fits on this team in the chemistry. Maybe, and you know, maybe I'm just misreading everything. But it's just he's—he—you uh, don't get that feel from Hicks that he is the center fielder of the New York Yankees, and it's a pretty prestigious position. You know, he went—you know, he, just all, going all the way up to Bernie Williams. It's just great players in center field, mm-hmm. and then you know, yeah, you don't see Hicks as that guy. No, uh, and batting them lead, batting them lead off. You know, I never was a hundred percent on that, but uh, you know, that's another thing. And then you got well, he's Gar- a good lead off here because he, he sees a lot of pitches. That's he, he's a good, he has a good he's, eye. That's that's where him and Gardner are kind of similar. Is they they see a lot of pitches. I was never the last couple of years. I've never really been into having Gardner as a lead off guy either because yeah, he sees a lot of pitches, but he still bats two fifty, two sixty. He hasn't. He doesn't get he doesn't hit for average like you want your leadoff guy to do. He gets on base at a good clip, but imagine if he hit for average too. You know, a lot so of who's your leadoff guy then? I you know that's that's the thing is I don't know. Right? <laughs> I don't I know, know. <laughs> because your other eight hitters are power hitters. I mean, maybe maybe Torres becomes that guy down the line in the sense that he can get on base and he he work because he's a good he can hit for average. He could he could hit for average in a couple of years. He's only twenty two years old. So he's yeah. got a lot, a lot of room to grow. He's not speedy in the sense that a typical leadoff guy is like Gardner. But even Gardner, he doesn't steal, he doesn't steal many bases anymore. You know what guy on the Yankees steals more than twenty-five bases? Right, and, and it actually, the leadoff guy is not that guy anymore. It has to be a speedster. A lot of, a lot of teams are putting their power hitters up at first in the first spot because the whole idea is to get your best hitters more bats than your less able hitters. I guess you could say. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You want your better. You want your better hitters hitting at the top of the order. Um, that's right. how I like, was always taught. That's, 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 
the number two spot in lineups used to be the guy that can bunt or was a contact there to get that guy from first yeah. over. Now it's now it's now Aaron it's Judge, your best hitter. Yeah, it's yeah. It's I was kind of. I mean, I was always taught that your best hitter was your number three hitter, and your best power hitter is your number four hitter. And the right, two guys that's, that's and, what we grew up with. And then then the number one and number two spot are the guys that get on base before them. But you know things change. That's part of the game now. I mean, we just talked about it in our last episode how you know the game's changing. This is another aspect of the game that's changing. Uh, with that said. You still got a couple other guys on this roster that don't really fit in. You don't know how they're going to fit in. Ellsbury's one of them. Uh, Clint Frazier's another one. You know, it's hard for a team to carry six outfielders. Yeah, it is. It's not outfielders. <laughs> it spots. is. It is. And three the spots Yankees, and one DH spot. And none of them can really play infield. And you already got two first basemen on the roster right now that are battling. Are going to battle it out for that yeah. that starting position. So, you know, you can't throw one of them there. And then if you make Stanton the, the full-time DH, you can't DH any of your other guys. You, they get, they, you playing a guy that just DHs too. Exactly. So Stanton and, and Stanton's another guy that gets lost in the wind here. He's actually is a that, good fielder. He too. is. He is. He's so underrated in that position. He's just not as good as Aaron Judge. And that's why Aaron Judge got the right fielding position. And Gardner's a, real, a really good left fielder. But if Gardner weren't on the team anymore, I don't see why you couldn't make Stanton, your everyday left fielder. No, no, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Mm-hmm. But he then again, last year. He, yeah. But but the problem is, is we're talking about signing someone like Harper. What do you, how does that all mix together? And it it's just, just, a, it's in, just yeah. a big domino effect. You got, you're going to have to move other the other players around, trade them or whatever. Which you know would be bad. Wouldn't be bad if you could get something from them. But players like Ellsbury, you know. With his just injury history, you're not going to get much in return. Frazier hasn't really proven himself quite yet, so you don't. He's he's kind of that. He was a prospect, but he's not an everyday or even a role player yet. So you know you don't know what you're going to get from these guys. So it doesn't fit. There's not room for him. But there's also that other part of me that says, why would we let Ellsbury, Frazier, and Gardner hold us back from getting a guy like Bryce Harper? That's just – it's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. And, and you're absolutely right. So you make that move. You sign Bryce Harper, and then you make a trade, and you get – and you move one of these guys. You, you have to. You do what you, you got to There's, no, do. there's yeah. no chance that you can have all these guys on the same roster. No chance. No. It's just so, – you want to look at So following Aaron Judge's comments, uh, Aaron Boone was asked, you know, what he thought about that, and he was quoted as saying, that was just Judgey having some fun at the Super Bowl. Judgey would – I hate that nickname. Would do a lot of things <laughs> for the team. Uh, Girardi did that too, and that drove me crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Judgey would do a lot of things for this team. Uh, but I don't know. I think that was just probably pressed in the corner at the Super Bowl, and he gave a good answer. But I don't think we're going to have to worry about it. And then he kind of suggested that the Yankees were done making moves. Now is that Boone just being a manager and kind of quieting the fires and drawing attention away from the team? While they're, while they're making moves in the background, or is he right and the Yankees are done making moves? I don't feel like he's in on those conversations, so I don't know. I don't know why he would have a place to to have a say. No, in that I I agree. I, I I think that his comments about Judge were right. Why he made those comments were right. That's just him, you know, giving a good answer. Uh, but then you have the second part of that that says they're done making moves. I don't know if Boone knows enough to be able to make a comment like that because I don't even think that Cashman really knows for sure. If they're done yet, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It depends and you don't on what know, falls into their lap. Right. Just like uh, Giancarlo Stanton did last year. You don't. You just don't know. Uh, and the other thing is, is if I'm the Yankees, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, we're going to go sign Harper. Oh, yeah, we're going to go sign Machado. Because then you're letting Can't everyone know in the world that you're in on them. And that's going to start a bidding war. So they're playing, they're, they're playing it right. They're playing it cool. And 
and I think that's something that, you know, the front office tells Boone to say in those situations. Yeah, I think we're pretty excited about our team that we have now. Because what if they don't get those players and you just went out and said, oh, yeah, we're going to get yeah. Bryce Harper. That makes that makes Aaron Boone look bad. Um, yeah, absolutely. So with that said, um, another hot topic that we discussed in the previous episode was uh, the Yankees possible, possibly signing Nolan Arenado or trading for Nolan Arenado before his contract is up. Uh, and there's a rumor out there right now that Colorado is on the verge of extending Arenado, which would essentially take the Yankees out of that. So does that mean they turn their attention back to Machado? Now, there have been rumors saying that the Yankees have checked in on him since their meeting, but now I'm hearing that they might not be accurate. Who knows? What do you think on this whole situation? Well, I've said all along, I, I, I do believe the Yankees are going to keep checking in on Machado. I mean, why, why, why wouldn't you? It's, spring, it's basically spring training time, and he's not signed yet, so you don't know what the market has come back down to. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you keep just keep uh, keep checking on him and taking tabs of him? Um, the Arenado thing, uh, I don't know if that has as much of an effect on Machado as people would like to believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if the Yankees want Machado, they're going to get him. If they don't really, if not really sold on him, regardless of what Arenado does, I if they don't if not sure him, I don't think they sign him. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't think it's solely based on Arenado. I I agree with that. Um, you know, there's a rumor out there that the Yankees offered what two hundred twenty million dollars. Two twenty for seven six, or eight years. Seven or eight years, yeah. Yeah, uh, but now there's rumors saying that that's not true. You know, this this nonsense changes every single day, and it's getting old. And with spring training about to start, yeah. I just want to see these guys sign. I, at this point, I don't even care if they sign with the Yankees. I just want to see them sign so that <laughs> these everyone on Twitter talks about something else. But then, you know, if he doesn't sign with the Yankees, and everyone's going to throw. Uh, fit saying, oh, you know, he signed for this. Why couldn't the Yankees pony up the dough? It's just a never-ending cycle. You know, no people, one's ever satisfied. Uh, and you know what? I say to those people right now in Vegas, the betting line, the Yankees are the favorites to win the World Series. So, and that's, that's without one of these two guys. Mm-hmm. So stop whining about these two guys. I can't stand it. They're they're a good team. They don't need them. They're mm-hmm. still the favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think we said this in the very first episode of Yankee Chatter. Signing these guys is not a necessity. It's a luxury. Right. And that's going to increase their odds to win the World Series, but it's no guarantee. And when you have a solid team like the Yankees already do have, then, you know, there's, I can see why they're not rushing to sign someone like this. They need them to fall the, into their laps. Just like Giancarlo Stanton, the Yankees were a great team before they traded for Stanton. And then he fell into their laps, they made the trade, and they became an even better team. And this is the yep. same situation. It's just these guys are free agents instead. So. And- Two other things. One, Yankees have spent the second most in free agency uh, in the entire major leagues this offseason. People don't realize that because it's smaller moves and it's re-signing guys, but they spent, I think, it's over $140 million uh, this mm-hmm. postseason. I they think are over. Only the-, the Nationals are ahead of them. And I think you're right. Secondly, yeah. with the Arenado thing, I think because of the way free agency is, I think players are starting to get scared. I think uh, they think uh, they see a labor uh, a labor war coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect more guys to start extending themselves before they get to free agency. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt this happened well, to the Renato. This is already this has already started happening in years past. Maybe not to the extent that we might see, but you know, these big name pitchers are signing young pitchers that hadn't seen free agency yet were extending before their contract is up now. You're gonna see probably more offensive players because the market's usually very offensively focused. It usually is. Mm-hmm. The, those big-name hitters usually get the bigger contracts. It's rare 
that you see a number of pitchers get big contracts like that. I mean, Scherzer, Kershaw, you know, but those are those are the exception. Uh, so yeah. I could I could see this. You're right. This is probably going to even become more of a trend full circle for yeah. everybody in baseball. I mean, everything's a mess right now. Teams don't know who they want to sign, how much the money they want to spend. They're trying to reset the market. But in, with inflation and with uh, with player value increasing and players valuing themselves at, a, at an all time high, this is where uh, both sides are going to start to butt heads and you're going to see some issues. Well, the problem is every team now has a giant TV contract. So every team now is getting so much more revenue than ever before. So like the players are saying, if we don't get it, we're doing all the work. If we don't get it, the owner is just going to pocket the money. So why shouldn't we ask for money? So I get that. I do yeah, get that. I, I do too. I do too. And it's just only a matter of time. We'll see. Um, so, I mean, anything else you want to add to that? I mean, do you think, I mean, what do you think about the short, the, the short term deals? You think, you think Harper or Machado end up taking a short term deal? You well, think they're going to keep holding out? Harper has come out and said that he wants a long-term contract. He will not take a short-term deal. Uh, I can't say the same for Machado. I would think that maybe because of where they are, where we are in the offseason or now preseason very soon, uh, that might change and they might take a two- or three-year deal. I don't see why they couldn't do that. You got a very good Yankee team right now, and if they took a short-term deal, make that team even better, increase their odds and win a ring, and then move on kind of what they do in basketball, yep. why not? Why not try that out? I mean, it's never really been done in baseball yep. before. It could be something something entirely new. new. Yeah. I, I, it's a harder to do that in baseball. That's why it's never happened. But mm-hmm. uh, if, well, if, I'm, if I'm those guys, do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the season's so much longer in baseball. There's so much more risk of, of injury, and you want to you yeah. make sure you're playing somewhere in five years. But, you know, I mean, if the market's going to be like this year after year, even if they go on strike or even if they try to change the the, the agreement you know you might have to get creative and and take a higher annual average and play for less years and then move on right start start betting on yourselves that's what they say mm-hmm. just you know like Manny Machado is 26 years old take three-year deal win a world series or two with the Yankees and at 29 if you want to go get another contract you can mm-hmm. you're still only 29 mm-hmm. years old I mean I mean this is only good for Machado or Harper because you go somewhere for three years you put up the insane numbers that you're projected to put up and then you're just increasing your value even more I mean there's the off chance that they get hurt they get or their production goes down yeah and that could hurt them but being that they're 26 years old and they're just entering the prime of their career I don't see that happening no no so, so with that I think said, that wraps that up yep Take us home, Skip. <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode five. Uh, we talked about Machado and uh, Harper and same old stuff as free agency. Um, not really much else going on. Thank you for listening again. Uh, we hope you're enjoying these little mini episodes we're doing. I really think that most people will enjoy this. Uh, please connect with us on all the social media sites, on Twitter. Please let us know your thoughts. Uh, let us know if we're good or if we're bad. You know, other people see, see that on Twitter and then they'll connect and snowball from there hopefully uh next episode coming up we're going to talk about some spring training and the whole uh johnny plato for ellsbury contract that should be coming to you uh, in a couple of days tell them thanks for uh, thanks for listening uh i'm brad mccormick and uh brad or chatter one on twitter and uh um, take it away I'm greg, partner. <laughs> I'm greg andriano it's uh greg andriano zero five on twitter uh subscribe check us out let us know what you think and um you know Thanks for watching. All right. Thanks. Go Yanks. Go Yanks.
5-Hour Energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then 5-Hour Energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. 5-Hour Energy. Energy for hunkering down.